get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. This is episode number 406, and happy Canada Day and happy 4th of July if you're celebrating. Happy! (laughs) Woo! Happy, happy! Enjoy it! (laughs) We're going to be chatting uh, this week about Baldur Gates 3 release date. Some anti-cheat stuff happening in COD and some Mm. news on Minecraft. Before Mm -hmm. we get into that, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Hi, Simon. How you doing? I'm doing great yourself. Excellent. Joelle, what's up? Hello, hello. I am sweating my ass off in Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please. In Miami. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Uh, Kat is out for the day, uh, but that's okay. She'll be back next week. So uh, let's do a little bit of housekeeping before we get into the crew check-in. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. And yet again, more sponsored by Manscaped. Uh, more on that coming up in the uh, in one of the commercial breaks yeah. in this here podcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, it's a long weekend for those folks in Canada and the U.S., uh, yep. which is fun. Um, it's, you know, it's a weird weekend because Canada Day fell on Saturday. So some people had Friday off and some people have Monday off. And then for the folks in the U.S., uh, you get Tuesday off, but then I know a lot of my American colleagues mm. have like days, like they stretched it over the weekend and took Monday too. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, Simon, you had you had Monday or uh, Friday off. Yeah, I had uh, last Friday. Uh, so I mean, nothing really planned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just kind of, you know, j- just kind of had a had a long weekend. We did go uh, see some friends on uh, Sunday because uh, it was Alba's birthday. So I know he's a fan of the show. So happy birthday! And also a good friend of mine. Uh, I was happy actually birthday, it was actually on happy June twenty first, but I didn't know. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I I but now I put it in my in my Google calendar, so I'll know for uh, I'll I'll know for next year that for I'm all uh, time. Exactly. When <laughs> as long that, as we use Google. Is. Exactly. <laughs> we'll be good. Perfect. Joelle, what have you been up to? What days did you end up taking off? Um, none. <laughs> so do you get tomorrow off, though? Well, I do, I but I'm a contractor right now. So uh, um, I get paid by the hour and I'll work. A, I, I'm mm. like kind of buried at work right now. So I'll work a half day um, tomorrow and that's okay because like i think my boyfriend is gonna work a half day too and then we're just gonna see um fireworks on the beach I nice. think. Yeah. yeah but we're like i mean i'm fine with working a little bit because this weekend we're heading down to the florida keys Ooh. so we are gonna have fancy uh, yeah, a fun vacation planned this weekend, like post holiday traffic. So I was like, kind of, I'm wondering what it'll be like down there with like everyone's probably there now and like mm. enjoying their time and then maybe like leaving um, for the weekend. So yeah, so we are going to like snorkel and see some sights. And I've heard that we have to eat some key lime pie when we're down there because that's like <laughs> the place to eat it. And so yeah, we have some fun things planned. So I'm, I'm fine working a little bit and then looking forward to uh, the fun in the sun that we got planned. So excellent. excellent. I never went uh, to, uh, to Florida Keys. I, I go there every year. Well, Florida, but not the Keys uh, specifically. So you don't have to tell us if it's uh, worth going. I'm interested to yeah. see. I have heard 
I've heard many good things. Like some people, like a coworker, she's been there like nine times. They like go, wow. they try moly. to go at least like every other year or so. And mm-hmm. other people, like it's on their bucket list. And so when I've when I've asked folks, like, hey, I'm going to Miami, almost everyone's like, are you gonna go to the Keys? Like, are you gonna go down there? And it's a three hour <laughs> drive, so like it's very a three manageable. hour drive. A three oh man, hour. do not do not like jinx the car ride with a Gilligan's Island <laughs> <laughs> reference, please. I am g- Gilliganing you. Are we yeah, aging that out now? Like, think yeah. about it. Are we like the last generation that will use that as a meme or a comedy thing? Because like, uh, maybe. Because I I used to watch it like it was like super super reruns. You know, I yeah, of they, course. They, they used they used to play uh, at lunchtime. So I I used to go back home to uh, have lunch when I was in uh, in well, I guess you guys would call it middle school. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. Uh, that's that's all we would listen to. It was uh, Gilligan's Island and then Radio Wafai, which is a French Canadian show. Which was uh, I think they made a they made a an English one. I think it was called Radioactive. Oh it yeah, was like yeah, a yeah, yeah. High school. Uh, it was like a a radio show in a high school. I think my, I think they called it. I think I know someone in, who was on that show in English. Really? Oh wow. Yeah, huh. yeah. I think I do. That's cool. Yeah, it was tied to the CBC, right? Uh, I don't remember. Maybe. Okay. Probably. Cool. Well, that's exciting. Uh, Before we get into what everybody's been playing, let's go check in on our fantasy critics for the podcast. We are pretty much still in the same. Oh, no. We had Joelle and Simon flip right now um, oh, in their placement. In a good way for in me? In a good or? way for you. You <laughs> oh, are now third. Joelle is on fourth. Uh, Kat's yeah. first, I'm second. Let's see if anything what happened? Hist- what happened? history came up. Ooh, yes. Something's happened. Uh, okay, July 1st. Okay, hold on. On July 1st, Catherine acquired Super Mario Brothers Wonder for a bid of $10. Oh, it's true. There's a Nintendo thing. I forgot. Yeah. I, do, I keep and forgetting then, about this thing. Gosh darn it. <laughs> and then they, she also managed to pick up City Skylands 2 with a bid of $10. Good call, Kat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, that was a little bit of movement there. Let me go back now and see if Kat has her. No, Kat still has two games to pick up. Uh, Simon, you have four games to pick up. Uh, it's true. Hell, I need to start working on that. Yeah, and then, uh, Joelle, you have three games to pick up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over onto the community, um, Joelle, you jumped up into second place. It is Pat, and then yourself, and then Phoenix, and then Darth, and then me, Albain, Simon, and poor Tim. <laughs> Tim hasn't moved at all. <laughs> poor Tim. Uh, I think... I think Tim gave up. Uh, oh, that's funny. Hopefully, well, this will keep going. I'm gonna. I'm supposed to be on their podcast sometime soon, and uh, oh, you'll and, have to. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give him, give him grief. <laughs> I will give him grief. Good. Um, okay, let's see what folks did on this week. Okay, July first, RGM Studios. Ah, who's RGM Studios again? Uh, that's Pat. That's Pat. Pat. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry. It's because when they do the things here, I, I don't have the names. It just has the 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 studio or the, mm. the publisher. Mm. Um, so Pat picked up Thirsty Suitors with a bit of five bucks. What the then heck he is that? Then he acquired also Immortals of Avium with a bit of five bucks. Roll the Bones Studio picked up Robocop Rogue City with a bit of $15. Who's Roll the Bones? Is that Phoenix? Yeah, it's Phoenix. So yeah, um, yeah. There's yeah. Simon. I you have two. Go ahead, Joel. I was gonna say I I shot up to second because of Final Fantasy 16. Mm. So, Makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Simon, you got two left to pick up here. Um, El Bent has four games left to pick up. Uh, Phoenix is done. He's got everything. Tim has one, two, three, four, five, and a counter pick to pick up. Uh, Darth has two to pick up. RGM Studios as Pat has one to pick up. Uh, Joelle, you've got a bunch here. One, two, three, four, five, and a counter pick. I know. I I gotta get going, especially in the community because there's more people. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. To to go and pick stuff, but yeah, you gotta kind of like keep your ear down and then like remember 
a few hours after a conference to go in and put exactly. things up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're kind of in a, like, what are we now? J- J- July? Like, we're, we're kind of in a last-ditch effort to release a game in 2023, so it's kind yeah. of... Uh, we're pretty much at the end there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true, very true. All right, let's get into what everybody's been playing, video games, real life. I feel like some... Uh, there's been some uh, movement and shifting in what people are playing. Uh, we were kind of stagnant for a bit, playing the big game releases, and I'm mm. sure they're still happening in the background with the Diablos <laughs> and the and the uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, mm-hmm. Simon, what were you playing this week? Uh, so I've been playing, I don't know why, don't ask me why, but no, I, I know why, because I went camping and I was like, what's a cool game to play on, on, on my phone while I'm going camping and sometimes bored? <laughs> So um, I actually picked up uh, Game Dev Tycoon, which is a game that I've had already heard about, like a, a little bit, and uh, I figured I, I'll give it a try on uh, on mobile. And uh, yeah, I played a little bit on on mobile and really enjoyed it. Then I was like, hmm, there's a Steam version, and you can have mods on there. That sounds like right my thing. So <laughs> that's what I ended up doing. <laughs> I ended up uh, buying it on um, buying it on Steam. Uh, and installing uh, quite a few mods to kind of like over because it is a mobile game ported for PC, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of like many games, uh, many semi popular games as a really dedicated um, modding scene. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, there was a lot of really cool mods that I installed, uh, and I quote unquote finished the game, like as in I was successful in uh, building my gaming empire from the ground up uh, to. Uh, making my own console and my own convention and all that stuff. Um, it gets really easy at one point because like, cause I, I, I failed a lot, to be fair. Uh, but like, whenever you release a new game, you have to... Um, well, you know, you choose your, your, your genre, you, you choose the... Um, is it an action, an RPG, uh, simulation, etc.? And then is it like a cyberpunk? Is it fantasy? Is it like a dance game and that kind of stuff? And the more you do them, the more uh, you release games. You you get like feedback on what's good combination, what works, what doesn't. So like I think I must have failed like twenty times to uh, and went bankrupt. And so now that I have, and you can start a new game with the the, the hints, quote unquote, that you got from your previous game. So you kind of build up a database of what works and what doesn't work um and i ended up uh yeah so i got i think year 35 technically is like the last year you can keep playing after but like there's no new releases because it, it, it like it starts literally from the commodore 64 all the mm-hmm. way to the playstation 5 so like it's the whole oh wow like the whole gaming thingy so um yeah i mean it's 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 really fun it's really cute i think there's like a a fan-made expansion with like a lot more games and consoles and stuff so i I thought that i was that's pretty cool you know so many things you can do now that you've they've enabled modding uh, of the community and uh so yeah i've been playing uh i've been playing a little bit of it's it's a good game to again kind of turn your brain off and just click on things and I can hold the cat in one hand and click the click the mouse on the other so it's, it's kind of good for uh, for those kind of days and um Simon is it um when you play the mobile game do you need yeah. internet like do you need cell phone data connection uh, in order to play it I'm thinking question. about my subway rides I'm not sure we'll have to try it okay. I'm not sure okay uh but yeah I mean if you can play it without uh, any uh any internet connection, I think you would like it because it's really fun. So I think you'd have a good time playing it. Um, you know how I feel about a good management sim. Yeah, it's really cool. And uh, so now Steam's get like, oh, you played that. Maybe you'd like this too. So now I, I got my eye on uh, a game that just came out like in May. And it's called, um, oh, God, I just looked at it. Uh, come on, Steam. Don't do me <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's called uh, Mad Mad Game Tycoon Mad, Mad okay. Games Tycoon Two. Okay, it's like thirty bucks. Very positive. Full release just came out. Start from mm-hmm. start in nineteen seventy six and build your way up, which looks kind of cool and it's well rated. So might Neat. give that a go. But still playing um, tons of D four as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at level seventy seven. Uh, I've been playing a lot with uh, Pascal, so Catherine's boyfriend, uh, and we have a little group of friends that always kind of do these 
things with whenever there's a any nerdy Diablo games coming out, we always kind of get together on a Discord server and play the game. So uh, that's been fun. That's been really nice. fun. I've been trying out different classes as well because um, I kind of want to figure out what I want to play for season one. Uh, we should be getting news. I think. I think this week i think like, yeah it's supposed the, to be in july Thursday. but i'm wondering yeah the 6th or I think something it's july 6th yeah we're supposed to be getting some uh some news on season one so hopefully it comes mm-hmm. out uh, pretty soon because uh, for those who don't know uh diablo works with with seasons basically whenever a season comes out everything resets so you have to redo you know the, the 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 leveling and the process and finding items and everything, but then they always add new stuff to do as they as they go along, um, and they do some class changes, class balancing, and all that kind of stuff. Usually they do it during seasons. Um, so yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to see what they're going to be adding. Uh, I think the base game is really really strong, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what they're going to kind of. Bit. I mean they they supported Diablo three for like ten years, something like that. They came out like. Didn't come out like in 2012 or something like that. Diablo three, I think it came out like a while ago. Mm, yeah, Diablo three or release. 13 maybe. Yeah, no, 2012, May 15, 2012. Okay. It's been like 11 years, and like up until D4 came out, they were still releasing seasons yeah. and updates and stuff. So honestly, I think it's um yeah, I'm 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 hopeful that uh, Blizzard's not gonna fuck it up <laughs> and keep making the game uh keep making the game fun and interesting, adding more stuff to it. So. Yeah, yeah, fingers looking crossed. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Joel, uh, you're traveling. So have you been able to play yeah. much while you've been on the go? I uh, picked up the Pikmin 4 demo. Uh, what do you think? Um, I liked it. Um, I thought it was really uh, fun. It, it t- it's a little slow to start. Um, so my uh, impatient ass was a little annoyed at all the dialogue <laughs> that I through all. um but it's it's really cute it's really fun i really appreciated some of the um <clears throat> like add-ons that they did to the combat and gameplay you know uh that was really interesting to keep the um ip fresh and uh kind of fun and and, and you don't play as like the n- your normal main character that you play you play as like someone else and so i thought that was really it was an interesting take on you know kind of an an, an old dog with some new tricks so nice. um, if you you're into Pikmin and you like the franchise, I definitely think you're going to enjoy uh, Pikmin 4. And this game, like for me too, I it's probably like the most cozy game I'd like to play. Mm. Um, so I probably would probably end up like picking this up at some point. Just More to, than just Animal to... Crossing? The coziest game of all time? I don't, I don't know. That sort of game, like, don't... Don't set me on fire for this, but like Animal Crossing just like wasn't my vibe. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. You yeah, totally. Don't need to all yeah. love it. That's fine. Totally fine. Yeah. yeah. I I enjoyed watching a lot of YouTube videos about people's islands and <laughs> the creativity there. Not actually yeah. playing. It's fun to get into, but that's not my like creative. Like building is not like my creative jam. So like um so, so this one is a little bit of combat, right? Kind of, you know, um, uh, time management and resource strategies. So that, that's a little bit more up my alley. Um, but yeah, the graphics were great. The the demo ran perfectly, you know, on the Switch, as we all hope that it would. <laughs> Honestly. And uh, yeah, just kind of an updated kind of cast of characters uh, was really fun. So I really enjoyed it. I'm glad that they put out a demo, um, even for such like a iconic game so that folks that are interested can can pick it up and it wasn't super long like you could do it i did it like almost you know a three-hour plane ride so maybe you know three three to five hours kind of max you, you sit right. with the game and, and get used to it so it, it's mm-hmm. quick and um kind of a little bit of a an amuse bouche of the <laughs> oh so, look at yeah. you with the french <laughs> yeah we're so, clearly yeah, uh no. me and cat are, are rubbing off on you love it love it yeah cool um yeah i've kind of i guess kind of waited a little bit on d4 and tears of kingdom this week uh i ended up jumping back into timberborn mostly because i was uh i've been watching some youtubers play and stuff and just like trying to understand the mechanics because where it's an early access game if there's one thing that i could tell them right now is that the tutorial mode 
is not very tutorially. Is not, yeah, is not <laughs> fleshed out enough yet. And yeah. it kind of leaves you at a point where I'm like, okay, and now what? Like, mm. I don't know yeah. what my natural path yeah, should be yeah, yeah, as yeah. kind of like a guidance to start, especially yeah. when it comes around the mechanic of you're a beaver, you can build dams. You know, so Damn. I, yeah, so I started watching uh, a bunch of different YouTubers just trying to understand, like, how does this work? Because I hate that when say, I'm in the middle of a uh, 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 sorry, what, what were you going to say, Simon? No, I just I thought we were going to say. So I started watching tons of beaver making dams on YouTube. Trying to make <laughs> yeah, exactly. Into the exactly. Mindset yeah, just watching the mindset. Understanding yeah. what's happening. <laughs> But yeah, like understanding like the concept of like, you know, I was struggling with power and I was struggling with a bunch of different stuff. And then I was like watching YouTubers. I was like, oh, yeah, you can funnel the water to make it go faster. Oh, yeah. You can use multiple wheels instead of just one. Oh, yeah. You can start building actual dam mechanics so that Mm. you can make this work right and save water because i'm a beaver um so yeah i now am on a very good trajectory in the game that i'm playing right now and uh yeah and the level that i'm playing right now because i need to get up to a certain point in order to unlock the next character which is more like a hard mode and you kind of focus more on um iron and stuff rather than wood mechanics and things. So, so yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I've been playing it a lot. I is do a lot a, of stopping and starting of, of sessions, but you know, it is what it is. Is it still in, in early access or is it? Yeah, out? it's still, it's still in early access. Okay. Yeah. But, um, if I, I have no idea when they're planning on releasing it, but so far, like the thing that's different about this too, that like is not in other colony builder games is you can think about, scaling up as well as scaling out because you can think about the fact that certain buildings you can build on top of one another so like you might have like a bunch of houses and you're like crap i don't want to like build more on fertile land well you don't have to you can build on top of those houses more houses right as long as you've got like the layout and the 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 space and everything right but Mm -hmm. but yeah um Really enjoying that. Spent many an hour this weekend on that, along with um, while I was going through my YouTube stuff and perusing and, you know, all the recommended stuff came up. Uh, I saw someone was playing the demo of House Flipper 2. Damn, I almost yeah. bought that, actually. So House Flipper 1, I would say yeah. we're waiting for House Flipper 2 to well, come yeah, out. Well, yeah, at this point. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a 2 coming out. Yeah, so they announced that... I don't remember now. Maybe it was part of like a wholesome direct or something. I don't think it was a part of a, col- uh, a console uh, uh, event or anything like that. Because I think it's just coming to PC first. Because House Flipper 1, the original, did come out on console, like Xbox and things like that. And I think it was part of Game Pass. So I had tried it um, and enjoyed what it was. This really kind of like ups the ante in that. Now, the way the demo starts is they kind of land you, they kind of set you up with what the story mode might be, where, like, this dude has bought you this house to flip or whatever, and you're on this, like, desert island, almost looks like, you know, like like a summer home, and, yeah, it totally needs some TLC, so you go through the process of picking up the garbage, cleaning things, uh, Fixing broken stuff, uh, selling all the stuff inside that you don't want to keep refurnishing everything. Um, And they've done a lot of work on um, in the first game. If you were cleaning, you really only had like a brush and you just swept and that was it. This has different levels of cleaning. Like there's uh, uh, like a spray bottle and a a wipe, like hand wipe, or you could have vacuum cleaning or something like that. And then they have like. The painting mechanic is much better. There's a lot more options of things you can choose from. Now, obviously, it's the demo, so there's not like everything's not open up to you, but it looks like there's a ton of inventory when it comes to like flooring and walls and and Mm. and stuff to put inside the house, like decor and things. Um, Did you did you play the demo on Xbox? No, I played it on PC. Really? I don't see. Yeah, it's on Steam. It's on Steam. Maybe. Yeah, House Flipper 2. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm literally on the Steam page and I don't see a demo. I see, like, uh, wish list. Well, maybe maybe it went down 
over. No, maybe, maybe it was only added, out for yeah, maybe they removed the it. weekend or something. I don't uh, know. Could be. Port window to, to grab it. Could be. Yeah, because wasn't there some kind of like there was a summer sales event, but I think there was yep. also some kind of like demo event too of games yeah, yeah, for the summer. Um, yeah, there was. Yeah, indie yep. indie game something night or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I I managed to get it um, and played it on Saturday, and uh, yeah, I it looks great. It has I feel like it definitely feels like the step up from the game they did before. There's going to be much yes. more uh, involved. And uh, I'm curious cool. to see how they make, they're doing like a sandbox mode. So you don't, you don't have to necessarily renovate a house. You can kind of build a house from scratch. They said, so I'm curious to see how that Interesting. pans out. Um, so yeah, definitely cool. I'm, I'm excited for this one, this one too. Cause this, you know, you guys know how I feel about weird and wacky simulation games. <laughs> well, yeah. that's not really weird and wacky. You're just literally like, it's it's every millennial dream to buy up a house and make it perfect, you know? <laughs> we can't afford it. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I told my mom I was playing this game and she was like, that sounds like a game I would like. I'm like, yeah, it probably would be a game you would like. You go I was, around and renovate a house. Yeah, I was reading the reviews on Steam for the first one. And um, like, that's what people were saying. Like, it's really fun and relaxing. It's like it actually get, gave us some good ideas to like renovate our house or everything. So it would be cool, like especially in the second one, if you can actually build the house from scratch like you could literally build your house and like try out different things and of course it's not the same exactly but it's actually pretty cool to be able to do it Close. in a video game setting so yeah yeah there was a um, maybe i didn't get deep enough in the demo that i didn't realize i had i had one issue but i accidentally erased my file and had to start again oh. um but that, that was that Oopsie. was human error i will give you that it was totally human clumsy error. fingers yeah clumsy fingers um they have a on the UI wheel where you pick all the different things you can do, be it paint or mm-hmm. wall or destroy things or whatever. One of the options was for like a smart home thing, like oh. electrical or something. So I'm yeah, intrigued by that. Stuff. Cool. Yeah. So I'm intrigued by that. Watch so- it be uh, Amazon sponsored and you can put echoes <laughs> and Alexas everywhere. <laughs> That'd be funny. So yeah, it's due out this year sometime. Yeah. So I'm thinking closer into the fall. Uh it'll it'll be released and uh yeah. I'm excited. So far cool. so good. Great. All right. We do have some news to talk about. So uh you yeah. folks ready to take a break? A little ad break before we get into that? Super ready. Hell Go yeah. shave your privates, people. <laughs> <laughs> It's summertime, and you know what that means. The weather's getting hot, and there's no need to be clammy down there. Manscaped is here to help. The crew here at Girls on Games all got the Performance Package 4.0 to test out, and we are singing its praises. You know how we love puns here, so let's get into the products. Included is the Lawnmower 4.0, the skin-safe electronic trimmer that is waterproof and very comfortable in the hand. The Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer keeps the fuzzies away. My husband Mike swears by the Crop Preserving Anti-Chafee Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner. There's also a Magic Mat Disposable Shaving Mats and includes free gifts of the Shed Travel Bag and a pair of Manscaped Boxers. Best yet, get 20% off with our promo code, GIRLSONGAMES. So go to Manscaped.com to check out all the products and see what would work best for you. That's manscaped.com with promo code GIRLSONGAMES for 20% off. If you've got balls, or you know someone who does, they'll thank you. And we're back. Time to talk some news. Uh, yeah, we talked about a bunch of the uh, the the fallout, I guess you could say, from the Activision Blizzard Xbox deposition thing last week. I feel like we'll tackle that a little bit more next week when we get into it, because, yeah, some other details came out. But uh, but yeah, we'll tackle that more in the next episode, because hopefully there'll be some kind of result because there wasn't a result. There was no yay or nay at the end of that. So I guess they're deliberating. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nothing really has like been like concrete. It's just more like deposition and talking and politics yeah yeah Yeah. so we wait simon what have you got to talk about yeah uh i thought that was 
something that's kind of really out of the ordinary for a uh, for a big AAA release. So uh, I, you teased it a little bit at the uh, in the intro, but Baldur's Gate, uh, Baldur's Gate Three, which is Larian Studios' highly anticipated RPG that's been out in early access for what now a year or something. It's been on for a while now. I can't remember. Uh, it was originally stated to come out on August 31st, um, I think. And the PS5 version uh, was also pushed back on September 6th, however. But the PC version is actually coming out earlier on August the 3rd. So they're pushing, like, they're bringing it back a full month which is kind of cool. Uh, and the reasoning behind this is that they kind of want to give more time uh, for Baldur's Gate to uh, get get some traction because early September, you got Starfield and you got the new Cyberpunk 20, uh, 2077 expansion coming out. So I guess they're like, we're not even going to jump into that thing. Well, a little bit like what's... Um, was it Horizon that came out at the same time as... Uh, yes the um was it the first zelda breath of no. the wild breath yeah of the wild. they did come no? out on like the yeah, same day exactly. didn't they back in breath of the or, wild and first horizon or something yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that and, well, and then forbidden west came out like a just just like not even three weeks before elden ring that so too that that's yeah. true i remember like, so they're yeah. really yeah they're bad timing on, on bad timing on there but yeah. larian's like no no we're, we're gonna do it a month early so uh that's actually pretty cool for for pc gamers of course ps5 you're gonna play it uh a week later which you know happens um but honestly it's it's really cool i've i played uh the um early access because i had uh downloaded it illegally because uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 I didn't want to pay an early access game at like 80 dollars. i'm like no fucking okay way yeah is that that's gonna obnoxious happen. yeah so i'm like i'm gonna download it try and i tried it because i wanted to see if i was gonna like it and gonna enjoy it and it is it's dnd basically it's it's literally a game of dnd that you can play um with like so many different paths and so many different things you can choose to do uh it's like even overwhelming the amount of mm-hmm. like liberty you have in that game uh which i think it could be really fun to play with a group because uh, i think it's uh, you can play with npcs but you can like literally set up a group and you can be i, I, I don't know i don't know what the maximum is but like a classic D&D parties like four people uh so i'm guessing it's probably something around four or five people uh but you can like you could literally set up D sessions with your friends in the baldur's gate 3 world and like choose who's going to interact who's going to be the face of the party uh who's going to be like the healer who's going to be a thief and like do different things so uh mm-hmm. no i mean for, for from what we from what i saw it looked uh, it looked really fun so i'm uh i'm looking forward to uh, uh to eventually getting it on sale and play with some friends uh because it is yeah it's it's quite expensive but uh, from what i saw uh they were talking about from 75 to 100 hours to complete the game um oh that's probably not like fully complete all the side quests and all that kind of stuff because there looks there seems to be a lot of content um right. and again depending on what you want to do and how to approach it that's probably different um but yeah it's honestly the fact that it's been on pre early access for such a long time like i feel like whenever it goes live there's not going to change much other than it's officially out you know uh, i don't mm-hmm. think they're they're planning for a big content update or anything they just kind of flip the switch saying all right we're live now mm. and, um which is okay like i guess that's why they were able to push it a month early rather than, <laughs> than push so, it back again so but it eh. sounds so weird that they're they're like they're changing the release date to earlier and you're like what that never that happens. never happens never, exactly never happens it's um yeah i mean it's 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 cool to see i like those and i like those um those it's out now moments you know that that, like during announcement those are so cool it happens so so rarely because there's so many leaks now like in video Mm -hmm. game uh companies that like a game is pretty much quote-unquote leaked 
like five years before it actually is said to come out. So it's so rare, that, uh, so rare. Wow, so rare that these kinds of things uh, can happen nowadays. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a, uh, some some cool news and uh, and some fun stuff for people who are uh, kind of waiting for full release to to jump in like like, like me. I'm waiting for Cat a full too. release and a deep discount. So that those yeah. are what I'm, those are what I'm looking yeah. for. So probably in a year and a half or two years or something like that, I'll, I'll I'll eventually get into it and get it for cheap. The Larian Studios has made a great um, they made a great RPG in the same genre. It's called um, Heck Heck. Heck it all. I forget the name. Oh, my God. I played uh, Divinity Original Sin. Oh, yeah. I think that's yeah. what it's called. Divinity. Yeah, Original Sin 2. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the same kind of game, pretty much. Like, it's it's an RPG. Very, very based on mechanics and action and story and, 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 and RPG, tabletop RPG setup. Uh, but now they're, they're doing it in a in the Baldur's Gate universe. So, should Neat. be cool. Neat. Yep, yeah, Kat. I know Kat was trying to get through Breath of the Wild. She was like, "Oh, it's coming in August." No, Baldur's Gate is coming earlier, so yeah, she's gotta well, work faster. I mean, I think she was close. I know she, she said she just got the Master Sword. Uh, so I mean, I want to talk to her about that after also as well. Yeah, because yeah, we we kind of have the same uh, we kind of have the same reflection there on uh, getting the Master Sword early. It's kind of. Uh, <laughs> But uh, anyway, so we'll see. Uh, we'll have to talk about that cool. with her. What else you got, Simon? Uh, so this is actually something that Alban posted on the Discord server earlier this week, and I thought it was so funny <laughs> and actually kind of a smart thing to do. So uh, there's a new anti-cheat in the uh, latest Call of Duty games. Um, the uh, anti-team cheat. Uh, the anti-team. Anti-cheat team, holy shit! It's called uh, Ricochet, and uh, they announced a new way to handle cheaters. Uh, they call it uh, mitigation. So mitigations are designed to mess with the cheaters' game and keep them occupied while other players enjoy the game without disruption. So as opposed to, because like sometimes a cheater comes in and then like. M- removes gets banned right away or whatever and like they were saying that they often don't have enough time to gather information and analyze data on how exactly they're doing what they're doing how they're managed doing it so mm-hmm. to keep them in the game longer they're actually putting uh uh hallucinations or imaginary opponents so basically cheaters well oh. People, um, gamers that are players, Jesus Christ, players that are uh, identified as cheaters are going to see extra enemies that are not actually there. So they, they'll see other players that are fake, like just running around and not actually someone. Uh, so they'll, and only they will see those persons. So if you're playing with a friend and he's like, oh, there's a guy right there and you don't see anyone, your friend's a cheater. <laughs> just <laughs> FYI. So that might happen. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah the the, the, uh, the team Ricochet says that uh, the decoys are undetectable by legitimate players and they cannot impact uh, legitimate players' aim progression of the match stats blah 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 blah. So th- they look, move, and act like a real player, which I guess you know we'll have to see exactly how it's happening. They actually have a quick, cool little video that they posted um, uh, that kind of shows a little bit and explains a little bit what they're doing. Um, and uh, Timur Kishas says that the hallucination mitigation can either be deployed to known cheaters to keep them distracted while more analysis take place or deployed to suspicious players to see if they interact with the medication and essentially out themselves as cheaters. So if you're not sure, they, they can kind of like test, your, t- test it out and see exactly how you react to it. Uh, and that's how it's going to go. So I think it's actually a pretty cool and clever way to... Uh, try to catch cheaters in the act and try to gather data and information on how they're doing it and what 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 kind of information they actually send back and forth to the server and that kind of stuff while they keep them occupied. So I thought that was a really cool, uh, clever and interesting way of, of doing it. I don't, I don't know how effective it's going to be. Um, like I know that certain anti-cheat software is either super aggressive or doesn't work at all. So, you know, you have... Uh, Riot and Valorant has the Vanguard client, mm-hmm. which basically is like a route to your computer. Like it has access to everything on your computer. 
because they want to make sure that you're not using cheats. It, it still happens very rarely, like a lot less than Call of Duty or CSGO, but it, it still happens every once in a while. But you're basically giving full unlimited access to a ride client to your PC, which some people are not super fans of, which I understand, you know, that's, that, that's normal. And then on the other spectrum, you have um, CS, who's, well, Valve, they're trying to make um, a VAC network, VAC network, and it's kind of been of a joke in the community because there's so many cheaters out there. Like, they still catch a lot, but, you know, in CS, you catch one cheater, two more are going to take its place. You know, it's kind of this exponential thing of of people Mm -hmm. and now like cheats have gone super super sneaky to detect because it's sometimes just like a super small thing that is going to give a player an advantage over you that doesn't show like doesn't necessarily show if the person plays around it intelligently unless it's like detected via hardware someone watching you play is never going to catch it so it's actually kind of really difficult to to catch cheaters nowadays so i'm I'm interested to see exactly how that's going to work for for ricochet i think it's a cool uh i think it's a cool setup and i'm interested to see how effective it's going to be uh in the future because i know that cheaters in 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 cod not the most recent one but like the old versions of cod it's been cheaters have been rampant like and even in battlefield as well the old battlefield games are just completely overrun by by cheaters and hackers so that's kind of disappointing but you know, mm. it's, the games are not supported anymore, so mm-hmm. no more energy for that. So you got to buy the new version, the new one that just came out. Uh, very innovative way to try yeah. and catch a cheater. Yeah, very cool. Ah. And then the last thing you had was all on Minecraft, eh? Yeah, one more thing that I, I thought was really interesting. So I know that there's a lot of fans of Minecraft on this podcast, you especially, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I was super surprised about this. So basically, this came out during the uh, uh, Microsoft versus the FTC federal case uh, for them trying to buy um, Activision. And um, so the uh, the prosecutor was asking question to uh, it doesn't exactly uh, to Xbox Chief Gaming Financial Officer Tim Stewart. So basically, the big CFO in charge of everything, uh, everything money at Xbox, and um, they were saying that. Uh, so, is Minecraft a significant revenue revenue driver for Xbox? Yes. How does Xbox compare to some of the other platforms on there? It's the smallest, which is really surprising. So, Xbox is the smallest market for Minecraft, and then um, how does it compare to PlayStation to Xbox? Or roughly twice as big. So, there's twice as much. Uh, people playing on PlayStation versus Xbox, but then what I thought was really interesting, what about Nintendo? Roughly twice as big as PlayStation, so four times as big as Xbox. So the biggest revenue driver for Minecraft is on the Switch, which is really interesting, strange, and not at the same time, because like mm-hmm. kids are going to be playing on the Switch, mm-hmm. yeah. playing Minecraft on their phone and on the Switch, but like there's that many Switch like switches out there of kids playing i feel like i haven't seen a single person play minecraft on a switch ever then again i'm not really surrounded by kids who own switches but like i'm i was very surprised to see like four times as much revenue on switch like leah have you ever played on switch or yeah i played on switch but uh it's not my favorite play way to play it i like playing it the most jab on my pc yeah Um, but i played bedrock on xbox um, but yeah, it's mostly on PC that I play, but that's because I'm going after it in a different mindset than someone else. I want like the mm. fancy graphics and mods and whatever else. Right. So what's the difference between bedrock and Java? I don't even know what those are. They're keep, built on different hearing. frameworks and they're not exactly the same in how they're built. So there's differences between the two. Um, one's built in Java, I would assume. Yeah, well, that's it. No, but like even like certain mechanics don't work exactly the same. And they've okay. been trying over the past few iterations of Minecraft to make them uh, comparable, Similar? right? Okay. And, and bring it up to uh, and which version level. Is, but, is, yeah. is better or or like is one version better than the other and one's worse or like how depends on what you're looking for and where you want to okay. play. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I just yeah. did like a quick Google too, and like Minecraft for the Switch, like a digital copy, um, is thirty bucks. So it's also like a, mm. you know, it's like half the cost. Like that's U.S. So it's like half the cost of, you know, a Mario or a different game. So that 
entry point is is lower um, mm. for the Switch. And then also, I know that there's some like parents who also want to play games with their kids. And so if their kid like owns a Switch Lite and the parent, you know, has a Switch, then that's an easy platform to like mm-hmm. connect and play together. Put them on there and, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Totally. All right. And the last news story of the week, Joelle's bringing to us. Yeah. Um, I found this goofy <laughs> article. Uh, if you're a fan of Nier Automata um, and Yoko Taro, this might not surprise you. But also, I just think it kind of goes in line with like the funny, I don't know, uh, eccentric mm. dev, um, y- you know, uh, the kind of like almost now like the butt of the joke of like these um, off the wall uh, video game devs. Um, but um, <clears throat> I'm just kind of grab it up here. There we go. So uh, near creator Yoko Taro lost his freaky mask and replaced it with something even worse. Or so, lost his freaking mind. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So apparently when Yoko oh, Taro goes out in public yeah. to promote his games and like goes on panels, like the, he the wears mask. He typically, yeah, wears um um, a particular head mask of um, Emil, an oversized creation of the perpetually grinning skull, which is one of Nier's uh, beloved characters. It's very freaky. It is really freaky if you want to Google it, but like it's a you know kind of a cult symbol of the games. Like it's on hats and it's on masks yeah. and T-shirts. Like it's it's kind whole of a brand symbol. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So when he goes um, in public, he has this like huge. Um, if you are like familiar with the Majora's Mask, like Moon yeah. thing, it's a little similar to that. So it's like terrifying in a way, and I would not enjoy staring at that like in a panel. But to each his own. Well, apparently, uh, Mister Tarusan got super drunk and lost his mask in a bar. Um, while he was about to go to panel uh, for the Anime Expo in L.A. And since he lost his mask, he was going to go and, like, show his face. And apparently that was not going to happen for him. I mean, we all so, know what his face looks like, but sure. <laughs> like, he's not <laughs> like it's a secret. I don't no. know why. <laughs> but instead of uh, just, you know, kind of going in in his in his regular human garb he decided to he found i don't even know how he found this but he oh, found God. it's so this, cursed like, giant leprechaun it's um, so cursed it's so cursed with like it's it's an oversized head oh. with like hair it's like a plastic face oh, with hair for the eyebrows and on the top mm. and the beard and the eyes are kind of like the like old mickey mouse um kind of eyes and a button nose. I mean, it's terrifying. And I don't even know what it has to do with anything, but he he found this and now he's using this as his replacement. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like it's very strange. It's this it's I just feel like, you know, ticket one for the eccentric behavior of <sighs> of game devs. And of course, like if you create a game like Nier, you can probably get away with some of this. But mm. I just think it's like an interesting like personality quirk but anyway if you, if you want to <laughs> take a gander at it if you need it's um, super cursed like the... really like go look at it it's extremely cursed yeah if you need a a, a break into the macabre and the dark then yeah. um just kind of quick check it out and maybe look into like his meal mask and things like that but i mean i don't know it's a marketing tactic i don't i don't know yeah but anyway, I just thought it was a little uh, <laughs> kind of a, a goofy little highlight. So. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Always going to be wacky, weird things happening at anime conventions, especially when video games are involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that pretty much wraps up the show for this week. As always, we invite to check you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for links to all the stories mentioned in this episode. If you'd like to give us a review or rate this podcast wherever you're listening, that'd be much appreciated. Why? It helps with discovery, pushes us up in the rankings. We also use all the comments to help us build our show. So much thank, much, much thanks for that. As always, this is a chance in the show for everybody to shout out their social media handles so you can follow them everywhere online. Joelle, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Joelle Lauren 87 
and then on Twitter at gamer underscore comfy. Awesome. Simon, nice. cute fuzzy creature, awesome human. Who are we following? Uh, we are looking at the Steam Summer Sale. So uh, you, you kind of stole my thunder when you talked about it earlier. But uh, yes, <laughs> Steam Summer Sale is currently on until yeah. next Thursday, July 13. Um, and I have, well, admittedly, I have a lot of games in my wish list, but uh, I have quite a lot of games that are currently on sale from my wish list. So uh, I think that if you have something on there, definitely there's going to be some kind of sale going on and some pretty good ones. Like House Flipper, the first one is uh, is uh, 10 bucks Canadian. So that's probably going to be like 750 US, something like that. So uh, there are some uh, some good things to pick up on there on sale. So go check it out. The Steam nice. Deck is also on sale. Look at that. If you mm-hmm. want to have something that doesn't work according to Joel. Well, I'm, it's, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to. It's just you got a lemon. <laughs> got a lemon. It's, uh, see, it doesn't seem like it's on, it's, I don't know, yeah, 10% off in Canada. 10, 15, or 20, depending on which version you're getting. Cool. And I am Leah. You are most social media platforms, but of course, of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at the Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games. Continue this lovely convo and more. And don't forget, we've got that 20, 20% off code using Girls on Games yeah. on Manscaped. Yeah, 20% off is good. Get it happen. It's worth but it, of, people. If but you of course, use it, we're going to get more stuff. So right. get on that. <laughs> But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Joelle. It's been another lovely week in video games, and I'm off to play more Timberborn. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.